What's up, everybody? I'm Christina Royster, host of Young, Black, and Opinionated, and this is episode 150. What you're about to hear is an Instagram Live recording. We recorded this episode on Instagram Live on Wednesday night, Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. A couple of us got together on Instagram. (laughs) Not an in-person event just yet, but we have fun on Instagram Live. I really appreciate the crowd participation, the audience, my followers. You guys were all very um, funny. You guys were hilarious. You guys were having a good time in the comments, and I'm so, so glad that you tuned in. So thank you for supporting And if you didn't get to tune in, you will get to hear it now. Enjoy. All right, so let's get started. Um, Everybody, welcome Dre, Dondre Dodson. Thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Thank Um, you for having me. Just tell people a little bit about yourself and what kind of content do you create on YouTube? Um, For me, I do a lot of motivational speaking. I try to, like, uplift people, especially, like, people in the Black community. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we just lost somebody recently, uh, Young Dolph. Yeah. And um, a lot of things that, you know, I talk about is is more so to see where we can go as a people instead of just, like, staying in one mindset and just focusing on what media has to say and what they portray of us instead of just uplifting each other and trying to do better. So that's more of what I stand on. Yeah. I, I, I like that, you know. It's cool to be kind. That that's what they say, and that's what I try to do here as well on Young Black and Opinionated podcast. You know, I'm not the shade room. I'm not TMZ. I do talk about pop culture content, but I try to at least you know put an educational spin on it or inspirational spin on it, so we can always take something from these lessons. Like you said, Young Dolph just passed away today, and that could be a whole another podcast episode just about gun violence in our community, but. Yeah. I just appreciate you taking the time to jump on live today for the 150th episode of Young Black and Opinionated. So if y'all are in the audience, make sure you give a clap up for Young Black and Opinionated. I honestly can't believe I made it this long. <laughs> and I appreciate y'all for listening to me for this long. And so today, me and Dre are going to be talking all about cuffing season. It's cold, y'all. The winter months are upon us. You know, I just broke the Uggs out. I just broke the Uggs out the closet. And now... You know, with the winter months and the holidays especially, folks are looking for a little Thanksgiving date. They looking for somebody to cuddle up with. (laughs) And so, um, you know, Summer Walker just dropped the album and Adele is dropping music soon. So I feel like everybody's kind of in their feelings right now anyway. And so that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you. It just seemed like the perfect timing. And so since we're talking about you know, cuffing season. I want to start the conversation with R&B, R&B music. So yeah. I already sent you some questions ahead of time. I hope you were prepared. I hope you were right. thinking about Go. this. My first question for you is to name your top five R&B artists right now. Right now, not of all time. Yeah, just right now. Um, And I have a list here of some people that have come to my mind. And guys, yep, in the in the comments, make sure that you put your favorite R&B artist as well. Some people that come to me are SZA, Kehlani, Jasmine Sullivan, oh, Her, man. Snow Allegra is popular right now. Who are you? I like Snow. To? I like Snow. You like Snow Allegra? She likes Snow. The reason I made that face is because she never really grew on me. Like, right. I don't know. I mean, she's talented, but she never really grew on me. I Yeah, that's another story. Yeah. But do you have five? Have you thought of five or... You just I like can that call, list. 
off the top of the dome, I'm going to have to say Summer Walker. All right, let's, I'm going to say Janae Aiko. Um, SZA. Mm-hmm. Um, this might not be a fan favorite, but I do like Lizzo a little bit. Okay, so I, I was like going to ask you, like, where do we draw the line for pop versus R&B? Because I was thinking of, like, Normani, Tinashe, um, Lizzo, Doja Cat. Are those people pop or R&B, or it doesn't matter these it, days? It's hard because, like, when you say R&B singers, right, I think of what comes to my mind is, like, Aaliyah, Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing out a little bit of all. Mariah Carey is one of my favorites. Yeah, all right. Mariah Carey, she got vocals. Uh, Alicia Keys. Yeah. I've seen somebody say Jasmine Sullivan. Um, yeah, I, I would just have to say you can throw Tanache in there. Uh, that normal Are you really a Tanache fan? Because we really have a Tanache stand here today. That's fine with me. It's fine with me. I, mm -hmm. I really haven't really listened to Tanache like that, but um, I think I heard maybe like two or three songs. No, never mind. You ain't a real fan. You ain't a real fan. You a That's bandwagon. That's cool, though. Tiana like, Taylor. Yes, Tiana Taylor. Also. I like her. I always like Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Um, okay, well, you know, since you brought up some of those older school R&B artists, I wanted to ask you, do you think that the R&B people that we have today, I'm thinking of, like, Black and Giveon and Division. Oh. I was listening to Division earlier. Do you think that Summer Walker, all these people are doing the genre justice because you know, there are Linux, there's a lot of big shoes to fill oh, when it comes to R&B. There's like some it. big shoes to fill. Do you think that the R&B girls are giving what they used to back in the day? I'm going to say no, only because <laughs> only, only because when you look at the R&B singers let's say from 92 to let's say 2005, it's tough shoes to fill. Yeah. You got Mary J. Blige, Sade, Anita Baker, like it's so much to fill. And I don't think the women of this generation, I don't think all of them as a whole have enough to fill those places. Mm -hmm. Now, are you talking about vocally or is it just a generational thing? You don't think that they're as soulful as they used to be? Because I, I feel like we're not so much in our bag with I love you, baby, all that stuff. With Summer Walker's album, that album was very raw. That album talked about the trauma in a relationship, a toxic relationship. So oh, is man. it the subject matter for you that's not hitting? Because I don't think men really enjoyed Summer Walker's album. Let, let me tell you something. I did finish it today. I listened to the whole album front to back, nonstop. Okay. <sighs> and were you like, I cannot relate to this baby mama stuff. I don't care. Here's, here's the thing. Her her choice of instrumentals and her voice is very, very, very good. You, like, I think in a conversation we had, you compared her to Erica Badu or something like that. We Only because how centric she, she's more Afrocentric outside of her music. Okay, so you, you mean her eclectic personalities like Erica yeah. Badu, not vocally. No, no. Okay, <laughs> okay. Come on now. But she's very talented and I think as far as female artists, as far as R&B, she is the voice of that generation, of our generation. You're you're willing to say right now, live, oh, that Summer Walker is the leading R&B lady right now? Hands down. We're, we're, we're not, we're, we're not going to act like Jasmine Sullivan didn't perform at the Super Bowl? Why is Jasmine so slept on? Is it because she's plus size? 
Let's talk about it. I, I just, I like Lizzo. Okay, yeah. I love Lizzo. All right. All right. Well, you know, since we're in, we're in our bag and we're talking about R&B music, I wanted to also kind of move into romantic comedies because I feel like music and TV film really shape our idea of romance, right? You see right. it in the movies and you're like, I want that. Just thinking back, I was thinking back the other day when I was preparing for this live, thinking about um, one of the Tyler Perry movies. I don't know which one. The one where she fell for the bus driver with the cornrows. Yeah. And I was just thinking oh, in my head, like, oh. first of all, his hair was messed up. So, and he was a bus driver. No shade to bus drivers. But she, right. she was not thinking about him at all. She was not checking for him at all. And then come towards the end of the movie, she falls for him. So right. I was thinking... What are some of your favorite romantic comedies? I'm a, all right, so growing up with my grandmom, it was a lot of like Medea. So Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's a romantic tromedy. That's not. <laughs> I'm going to say um, another one was the one where Jill Scott had to go up the mountain. That one. Why did I get married? Yeah. Get <laughs> where I Jill Scott love had to go up the mountain. <laughs> Yeah, how she like fell in love with the police officer. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, and, and that's that's what I was kind of getting at with these romantic movies. It always shows like, oh, what was me? I was in this awful, terrible, traumatic relationship. And then all of a sudden, a man came and saved me. And I just feel like that's kind of raising the bar high, making women kind of expect a knight in shining armor or a prince charming. <laughs> So um, I have some other romantic comedies on this list, though. Some that I felt kind of got it right or were true to real life. I personally love Just Right with Queen Latifah. Have oh, you seen that one? With Common? Okay, I love that one. And that movie was really real, right? That movie, he fell for the skinny pretty girl. And yeah. then the plus-size girl-next-door homegirl you know, took care of him and kind of was by his side. And then he opened his eyes and he realized I like her. And first of all, if I was her, I wouldn't give him a chance because I'm not about to be your sloppy seconds. I'm not about to be your second chance, your second option, your plan B. But after that, they got together and it all worked out. And that's one of my favorite romantic comedies. So do you think that these romantic comedies have kind of shaped our idea of love today? No, because I think some of these romantic comedies actually give us a glimpse and a chance of bettering ourselves because mm -hmm. look at let's stay on black relationships right a lot of us really don't make it a lot of us you know tend to be single moms or tend to go to black men tend to go to white women not no shade but it's just like the tradition of the black household has been tarnished by media people's opinions you know a lot of a lot of stuff that's thrown out there so when I see Just Right or Diary of a Mad Black Woman, I like the second chance of finding black love, I think it still exists, but it's just based off like what we pay attention to in this generation. Yeah, that's true. And I was thinking about um, The Photograph by Issa Rae. And mm -hmm. when that came out, I was so excited because finally yeah. it just showed a regular black couple. No trauma. They both had good jobs and they just fell for each other. But right. I mean, obviously it's a movie. There has to be some kind of conflict, right? And I feel like we definitely need more of that right. because, you know, just a couple years, no, just last year, I went to the drive-in, you know, pandemic when the drive-ins were popular and I went to go see Love Jones with my friend. And mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, I realized this movie is not the lovey-dovey 90s movie 
we always claim it is. This is toxic. I would not want a relationship like this. Right. Right. <laughs> so I feel like those old movies, Poetic Justice, the way he was talking to yeah. her in that movie, come on now, y'all. Y'all yeah, was... know that's not a romantic comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not a comedy at all. So when, mm. when we get away from that and we get more movies like The Photograph and stuff like that, now I'm starting to feel like, you're right, maybe the image of Black love is changing. Yeah. And I feel like it's more so like, I don't know if it's like an attack on our community because like when I look at some of these commercials, it's like single black moms. And then when you see like other couples, it's just like they're together and they got their family, their kids. And then they show more interracial couples than it is black couples. And black couples do exist out here. Yes, black huh? love. I know that's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And so let's just jump right into the conversation about cuffing season then, shall we? So I sent you a meme that I saw and I'm going to just pull it up right now. Mm. This meme was of cuffing season. The cuffing season schedule. Did y'all know out there that there's a schedule for cuffing season? Yeah, you show <laughs> Apparently me. Apparently so. If you're trying to snag a boo, this is the cuffing season schedule that you need to follow. I'm about to read it to y'all right now, okay? Let me see here. Um, right now, we are currently in the tryouts, the tryout stage. So the first stage of cuffing season is scouting between September 15th and October 15th. So let me just, you know, be a little personal, Dre. Are you single? It's complicated. Taking what's going on? Um, it's complicated. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing somebody. Okay. Well, I was gonna ask that too. In in layman's term, can you describe? seeing somebody versus talking versus dating or are they all the same to you um it's not i think it it definitely depends on the individual because for me i'm i'm going to take slow processes you know i kind of I, I believe drake said this in the interview and i felt the same way <laughs> you said drake yeah we're getting love advice from drake why not he's a lover boy why not he's single and sad. Is he though? Yeah, he's not sad. He gets ass. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's just like in the interview, he said he, he said he loves his space. He loves his routine. And I feel the same way. So in order for you as a woman to be in my space and to be in my routine, you have to like really be somebody, you know? So yeah. it's not like you don't nobody has a chance. It's just more so like can you be that backbone for me when I'm really out here grinding and I'm really out here doing what I have to do as a man? Are you really going to bring me peace instead of city girl vibes? You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, okay. So I was going to ask you this. Uh, I think we can just lead right into this since you brought up the city girls. Yeah. You know, a lot of women today complain that there's no good guys out here. Um, you know, they're on their hot girl ish. So my question to you, and if there's any men in the chat, please feel free to comment. Or ladies, mm -hmm. please feel free to comment. My question is, why are there so many single women? Women complaining there's no good men out here. I can't find a man. What's Let me the tell you problem? something. I'm going to tell you what it is. Be they came across there's some women watching. Be careful. I know. I, I'm, I'm built for this. I'm, I am built for this. Okay. I'm a man with intellect. I'm built for this. Okay. They came across and you ran them off. You know why? Because they were too good. You didn't like the clinginess. You didn't like them bringing you flowers. You wanted the guy. You wanted the street guy. 
Ooh. You wanted the guy who who run the streets and do reckless stuff, and then that good guy he didn't found somebody else. You came around now. He don't want you no more. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that you came across. Correct me if I'm wrong. A really good guy, but you just wasn't feeling him because he didn't have that edge. And is there anything wrong with that? What's what's wrong it's with that? It's not wrong with it. But here's you think the women need to just lower our standards and we'll find a man? No, that's he, the guy was good. He would wait on you hand and foot, bring you flowers. You didn't. You don't like that. Nobody likes the nice guy. Women don't like a nice guy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. You like well, the bad boys, the guys with the edge, the rough riders. You like those guys. But when it when it's burnt out, you know what I'm saying? Then th those good guys are gone. They don't want you because they seen you burnt out. Mm. And it's not like to attack women. I love women. I love. What women. does burnt out mean to you burnt in out. a relationship? All right, put it this way. Put it this way. Let's let me give an example. Let's say the Danny Lay situation with the baby. Oh, great. Danny Lay is talented. She's beautiful. She had most. I'm pretty sure she had opportunities to come across a guy that that would, would treat her right. I don't know. I don't know. They're coming back at you in the chat. They're saying. It's, hey. If there are so many great guys out here, they haven't come my way. If one came my way, I wouldn't turn him away. I wouldn't pass him by. Really? So well, do you it, honestly believe that there's just so many great guys out here and it's really the women's fault? It's just the men you choose. Not you, but women. It's the men you choose. Well, somebody did say in the chat, looking in the wrong places. You know? Mm. Well, I'm going to turn it the other way. People, comment, please. Why are there so many single men? Hmm. Why are there so many single men? In my opinion, I actually asked my boyfriend this question. I asked him before the live to give his opinion because everybody knows here that I am in a happy relationship with Joshua Ash. Okay. <laughs> but I asked Josh, you know, why are there so many single men? And he was like, honestly, they aren't, they aren't looking for these wifey types. You're right. The, 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 some, some women like Asia Curry, for example, Asia Curry said, she didn't feel sexy enough. She didn't feel like guys even looked her way. And sometimes I have to relate. Sometimes as a little girl next door, I feel like people don't be looking my way because I'm not an Instagram model or X, Y, Z. And so I feel like men, let me finish. I feel like men, some of y'all would rather that little Megan Thee Stallion city girl type instead of a real down home girl. And I feel like that's why. There's some single men out here because y'all picking the wrong ones. You gave the Aisha Curry. Your husband is Steph Curry. Okay, but how like many... what? Like what, man? Steph Curry is probably he's going to be top five, maybe top five greatest man in the NBA of all time. Whatever, right? Okay, so a girl next door bagged an NBA dude. Awesome, but what about the rest of us? What do you? If you have a man, right? I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the single ladies out there. If you if you single is I don't well is I don't know. If you you said okay, so now the tables have turned and you don't know. Women, y'all just don't like good men, but now the tables have turned and you don't know. Well, if you single, it's just like, well, what do you have to bring to the table? As and a man, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because cuffing season, I feel like everybody's just cold and they want to cuddle up and they want to boot thing and they you know, want somebody for the holidays. They want the gifts and the cute stuff. But I think during this time, people don't be thinking about longevity. People don't be thinking about a long-term relationship. And you have to consider these days, what does somebody bring to the table? And I think that was 
one of my first or second episodes of the podcast, I talked about the fact that you can't just be like, oh, I'm cute and I cook. Okay, there's a lot of cute girls that cook. <laughs> Thank you. So, so what do you think men today, men your age, uh, you're 24 years old, birthday tomorrow, happy birthday. Thank you, I appreciate it. Much what love. do you think men in their 20s are looking for today? Give some advice to the ladies. Let's um, say, let's, let me give you a scenario. Let's say you are talking to somebody right now in the fall time. You know, Thanksgiving coming up. Do you even bring them to Thanksgiving yet? Is it too early? I don't know. Answer that for me right now. I can only answer that personally. Okay. Um, if you have somebody who is not officially your girlfriend, are you still going to bring her to Thanksgiving dinner? It depends on how long we've been talking. Mm, if, okay. it's been, if it's been more than two months, cool. Come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, to my mom's house, you know. Um, if it's like a couple weeks, then like maybe not. <laughs> nah, nah, you good. <laughs> Cause like, go listen, ahead. I go got. Ahead. So like, I'm like the stone brother that has to lead by example. So if you see a new chick Thanksgiving, then another chick new Thanksgiving, then another. It's just like it's a bad like a bad representation for my sisters. Yeah. But like, I try to avoid it because I don't want them to think that oh, my big brothers just have all these girls, and, and I don't like that. Mm, that's nice. That's cute. But realistically, what are men your age looking for today? Um, well, I can only speak for myself. Okay, well, men, feel free to also comment in the chat, please. Um, what are young men looking for today? If there are so many single women out here and they just can't figure it out, why am I not getting cuffed this season? What's wrong with me? Let them know. Let me see. My do, boy. You, do, you, do you have to be able to cook these days? You got to still cook for your man? You got to cook clean? What, what are men looking for today? <sighs> Just somebody I, to listen to? A fat ass? Oh, man. Like, shout out to Express Fit. That's my boy Tyreek. Play football. He said most men our age don't even date. Do y'all be courting? Do y'all still take people out? This is why I can answer for myself. I do take females out, whether you want to go to the movies, out to eat, top golf, whatever. I'm all for it. That's something I can speak for myself. Okay. Oh, so even if I wasn't dating a female, and let's just say I was dating around multiple females, I'm not disrespectful. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to bring you flowers, blase, blase. You know. Hmm. Women don't date either. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, that is true. It's the same thing as you said earlier, Dre. Women do be settling. I, I posted the other day on, on the YBO Instagram story, free my girls from the shackles of the bare minimum. Why are women accepting the bare minimum? If there are men out here who will take them to top golf and dating and bowling and, and out to eat. Let, let me tell you something. Me as a man, I can do that because I work. I provide for my own house. I, I work multiple jobs. This is something that I do. No kids, nothing. So I'm so probably we shouldn't be dating men with no job, basically. If it worked for you, I know <laughs> I know I know some women do it and then you know it's above me, so I don't know. I can't really <laughs> but there are I know homeboys that you know are nice guys, but they can't really find a girl, so they ask me for advice and it's just like I can't I can't teach you swag if that mm. if, I, I can't teach you a demeanor. I can't teach you how to get in the gym and hold yourself like a man, get a fresh hairdo, shape your beard, whatever, you know? 
I can't teach that. That's up to you, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, I wanted to go back to the cuffing season schedule because mm -hmm. I never did finish that. And this is just very interesting to me. Scouting season is oh. September 15th to October 15th. So I guess that's around the fall time. People start looking at their Instagram and they realize, oh, I don't got nobody to go pumpkin picking with. Maybe I should get a date. And then tryouts are October 15th, October 16th to October 15th. So the tryouts have already ended, y'all. If, if you don't got, if you, if you don't got somebody you texted daily, I'm sorry, but you missed cuffing season, okay? Now the preseason, we are currently in preseason November 16th to November 30th. So that's when you're, you know, just taking them out for the ropes, just seeing how it works. And then cuffing season is officially December 1st to January 14th. Now, cuffing season is right around the corner. So do you get your little boo thing for the fall months a gift? Christmas. Yeah. So you would get them a little something, something if you if you're just talking to somebody. Yeah. Not too crazy though. How like what's the limit? Like fifty dollars. If I was just talking to somebody, they might get a card. <laughs> or, I don't know. I like to not to be cocked. I like to do it big. So it's like I might get you a Michael Kors bag or something like that. If you was just talking to somebody. Probably. Okay, ladies, you heard the man. Uh, <laughs> make sure you guys slide in his DMs after this Instagram live. <laughs> like, I, that Michael Kors bag. Yeah, and that's not to be cocky, but it's just like, if I can do it, I can do it, you know? Well, everybody else is saying a nice little $25 gift card is more than enough if you are talking to somebody during the cuffing season. Now, after January 14th, y'all made it through Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know what Kanye said? Maybe we can make it to Thanksgiving or whatever he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, maybe even New Year's, maybe you got yourself a midnight kiss. But, um, you know, they haven't really made you their boyfriend or girlfriend yet. They haven't given you a title yet. The playoffs are January 15th to February 12th, y'all. Two days before Valentine's Day. You have less than a month to prove that you deserve a Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> Oh, man. Now, when, when cuffing season comes around and, and Valentine's Day comes around, any advice for folks who are talking to somebody, but Valentine's Day is coming up, you're not sure? First of all, my advice would be just have that conversation. Just say, hey, are we there yet? Do, do you want to give each other gifts? You know, maybe even ask, like, are we going all out or, like, $20? Like, I don't – I feel like if you're talking to somebody – you should be comfortable enough to have those conversations and, and ask. I know some people don't like to talk about finances or money or anything like that, but there's a way you can put the conversation. And, and, and ladies, this is advice to the ladies too. There's a way that you can frame the conversation so you're like, what are we? What are we? What are we? <laughs> have you ever gotten that, Dre? The what are we conversation? All the time. All the time? That means you don't be putting a title on it. Brother I like Ash said, when's the playoffs? The playoffs are January 15th to February 12th. Right. So that's when you're going to be fighting for somebody's heart but before Valentine's Day. And then the yeah. championship is obviously Valentine's Day. So if you make it to Valentine's Day, you made it through cuffing season. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going and right now. It's crazy how you brought that up. I think that's where I'm going. Somebody said, who single ass made this schedule? And he's pretty accurate. 
Well, you know what? I just think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves during this fall season. Um, right. It, it's hard not to because we're human beings. We were we were made for connection and relationships and togetherness. And so when you see other people, first of all, if I see one more engagement on Instagram, I don't know about your age group, but people my age are getting engaged, married, or kids, or all three. Yeah, if I see another gender review, I'm, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I, no more gender reviews. None of that. And it's just hard when you are single and you, you're looking and you feel defeated because everybody's either the same. If I have to tell my favorite color to one more person, I'm tired of the get to know you phase. I'm tired of getting mm -hmm. to know people. I know enough people. I got enough friends, you know? And so what is your advice to anybody who is looking at on social media and they're seeing all these other relationships and they're kind of down in the dumps because they don't have a boo this, this season? You know what really like ticked me off how people like, they they see India and Lil Durk and then mm, like celebrity couples. Yeah, like why can't I find somebody like Lil? Like you don't know what they're they're doing in there. You don't know they might be miserable. You never. Yep. So the base your ideology off of what you see on social media is just like you're creating a false narrative for yourself, and you just like you're playing yourself. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I hope I'm not embarrassing anybody by saying this, but my brother relayed to me that in his own relationship his girlfriend was talking about let's take a vacation you know i see people taking vacations i definitely felt like that this summer like damn everybody taking vacations i want a vacation but you're right you don't know how many credit cards those people had to max out just to take a little vacation to the tropics <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you're right you can't be comparing your relationship to other people yep just like somebody said the debate the baby situation with danny lee I yeah. mean, from the beginning, that relationship just kind of seemed like celebrity clickbait to me. It, it seemed like maybe their management put them together because they didn't really seem like a relationship yeah. that would work out in my mind. I always wish people the best. But, um, you know, one celebrity couple that really surprised me, I talked about on the podcast how I kind of admired Quavo and Sweetie. I thought Quavo and Sweetie were cute and they had it all together. And then right. that video came out of him dragging her. And I was like, wow, yeah. this number one this reminds me of a toxic relationship that I've been in before. And number two, it just shows that everything that glitters is not gold. So, yeah. so your advice to people who are single is don't even trip. Don't even look at. Yeah. It's just, I like when the female focuses on herself, when she, she's trying to get her stuff together, even though she might be struggling, everybody struggles. Um, Listen, I was able to bag some dudes when I was unemployed, so I don't know how I did that. But <laughs> that's why I feel like women can get men easier than men can get women. That's fair. That's fair. Because, like, I think Kevin Samuels said this. I know people might not like Kevin Samuels, but he said women have access to sex, men have access to relationships. So, like, we all know what men want. So, let's be honest. Mm. So a lot of the keys to success is through women. Yeah, I appreciate everybody in the chat saying to enjoy your singleness. I definitely had an episode of the podcast about that before because I remember one year Valentine's Day was coming around and I thought to myself, would I be sulking or bitter or sad right now if I didn't have a Valentine? And I just right. don't think that you should really let your relationship status determine your happiness, number one. If you're single, own it. 
take that time to really get to know yourself, as you said, because I feel like there's so many people out there who just jump from relationship to relationship. Every cuffing season, they have somebody new. And like you said, you, you can't really build a foundation off that if you're not taking the time to get to know people and really vet people. I think that's kind of what you were getting at earlier. Like women today, even men today, we don't be vetting people. And that's a definite problem. Yeah. Like last Thanksgiving, I brought my mom flowers. I didn't really have no boo thing or nothing like that last year. So I just brought my mom flowers and I brought her a giant, one of them giant cards and had like all my sisters sign and we gave it to her. It was just something simple, you know? And you know what? I think women also need to pay attention to how does a man treat his mother? I think that's an important thing. Um, uh, I mean, there's plenty of, there's plenty of people out there who do not let their past dictate their future. You know, just because you came from a, a single parent household or maybe you didn't have the best example of love doesn't mean that you can't turn it around and get it right this time around with your life, you know? Right. And I just kind of went deep there, but. <laughs> no, it went deep. Listen. Because I'm, I'm just tired of, I don't know. Women, women keep saying niggas ain't shit out there. I'm so happy that I'm in a relationship because apparently the dating scene right now is a dumpster fire. See, when, when women say niggas ain't shit, it's maybe this the niggas you choose. I'm not. Why do you keep throwing the blame on us, though? I'm not throwing the blame There's on you. There's really some niggas that ain't shit. <laughs> but, had, but have you had all of them, though? So you want us to just keep trying, just no matter how many times love knocks you down, just maybe you'll get it right with this one. Well, let, let's, let, let me give it from a general aspect, right? You look for, as a woman, the best fit for you. And as a man, you look for the best fit for you. You are what you attract. That's what, yeah. You so gotta that, really work on your own energy to attract the right energy. You're right. Yeah. And I, I, I've seen something. I think my nephew spoke about this. Um, he said that men always look for a woman that's like their mother, so to speak. I have heard that. So, like, like my mom, she's a provider. So, like, a lot of things that she do, like, I provide us, like, like my friends, like, hey, I'm hungry. I'll go out of my way to bring you some food like the things my mom does i kind of mimic like mimic that spiritually and i just feel it. i just do it yeah and her do so and i think that is also important people definitely look past the red flags and if a man is not treating his mother's right his sister's right his auntie's right or right. or if he doesn't if he if he doesn't even treat the waiter right you're right you can't look past those red flags because those are things that are going to come up in your relationship later on right Somebody said, am I looking for a woman that can provide? Um, no, nah, that's not the ultimate goal is to look for a woman that can provide me stuff. No, nah, it's just somebody who can match the routine that I have and match mm -hmm. energy. So that's, ba that's basically just like a piece is providing because I know I can provide a lot. I provide yeah. for a lot of people outside of myself. And sometimes it can be stressful, but that's the love that I have. It's just like, you just keep pushing. So that's why I know as a man, if I'm in a relationship, if I'm with a woman, I know that with me, you're going to be good. I promise you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like what someone said, the mamas be having flaws too, because I, yo, if, if y'all listen to Summer Walker's album, did you hear that part where she was like, first yeah. off, I want to start with your mama? <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. because I really be thinking, who is raising these niggas? Like, they be out here wilding. I'm so, so yeah. grateful that I'm not out here trying to date because it's just so hard and i don't want to discourage anybody who is single anybody who's single out there 
dating and looking. I don't want to discourage you because as Dre said, there definitely are good men left and there mm -hmm. are good women left. You might think that you have searched high and low and dated everybody, but I promise you there is somebody out there for you. And I, I like what you said about you're not looking. That's the key, right? When right. we say, oh, are you single and looking? Stop looking. Just let it come to you. And I know it's yeah. easier said than done. But could you just talk about have you experienced that where you were actively dating, you know, on the apps trying to find somebody versus passively dating? Because I think everybody here knows my story by now. I was fresh out of a relationship. I was not looking for nothing. And then my boyfriend DM'd me and I was like, okay, if that's what's up. Like, no, you this happened out of nowhere. Thank you. Thank you. That's, I think that's how life works. Like you just, you wait. I don't know what your religion is or anything, but you're a Christian because you do go to church. You know. See, I remember. So it's just, everything is divine time. So like in life, everything has a cadence. Everything that you do, every, like everything is everything, so to speak. So what you put out is what you get back. And that, that comes with patience. Patience is a virtue that is very, very important in life. That's so, the hardest part. The way yeah. Patience and discipline. Once you have that, anything in life will just come like that. It's patience and discipline. And for you, you just gave a clear example of how patience and discipline get you rewards. Definitely, definitely. I just, I, I it's just hard sometimes when you are single, especially, mm -hmm. like I said, during this holiday season, it looks like everybody's posting their gifts from their boo and, and you yeah. feel lonely. But the difference really is, the difference is being alone versus lonely, okay? Because you can right. be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. So I encourage anybody who's single and looking during this cuffing season that you don't just pick the first person just so you're mm -hmm. not alone, okay? Because you can still be with somebody, laying in bed with them, and be lonely. Right. And I've, I've seen that all the time. Like, I was actually a, a victim in that situation with a female, like... She's, I guess she was out of a certain relationship and you can tell her mindset wasn't all there, but me being the provider, provider that I am, I try to cater to that. And nah, you can't nobody needs a fixer upper. We don't want none of those either. I ain't Bob the Builder. I'm not building a nigga. No, no, it's not necessarily building, but it's just like trying to show somebody how special they are, but really don't want to see the special part of themselves. And me being a man in that, relationship in the past it was like it really took a toll on me because like everything that I do it's like I really do try hard when I really have my mind on something and for something to just be swept from underneath my feet it does like it makes me feel bad but it's just like I've done I've been done dirty by women in the past mm. I'm not going to come out here and say bitches ain't shit because yeah like, that's the thing don't let it make you bitter if somebody yeah. breaks your heart trust me I've been through the ringer and I thought I was never gonna find love again don't act like that. Don't get that bitter. Yeah, I'm not bitter. Like after, after a relationship or nothing. Like female, were like yo, I'm done with you. Like that's fine. I, I'll take my L and I keep moving with my life. I don't sit there and hold the radio outside your window or nothing like that. <laughs> yes, gracefully, gracefully take the L. Exactly because you don't need to be out here chasing somebody during cuffing season trying to get somebody to to wipe you before Christmas yeah. when there's somebody else in line waiting to be with you somebody's praying for you you don't have to be chasing out here exactly so yeah like 
with especially like when you you dealing with somebody with bad energy i don't know how spiritual some people are like that negative energy that that i spent with that person it travels through me and sometimes it it brings like unwanted feelings and like because yeah, like, it does i, I can yeah. definitely say my past gave me some trust issues even though i'm in an awesome relationship now i still mm -hmm. be having trust issues sometimes and that's just my own insecurity that i right. kind of got from those past relationships so that's definitely true that people people really need to be careful with how they treat people out here because we could yeah. talk a little bit about that about people do be acting dirty out here i, I just don't get it i, I heard a, a story uh the other day about how somebody um was using their ex-husband's bank account and like yeah. i mean like that's kind of dirty that's just foul. It, like and it's like when you finish something with somebody make sure you just leave the relationship gracefully like it don't have to get to slashing tires and and throwing his clothes out the windows, bleaching it. It don't have to get to all that. No, Let's yeah, be that stuff's not cute to me. That stuff is not you know cute saying? to me. If like, come can... if come February and he didn't get you a Valentine, then it's time to cut him and, like you said, exit gracefully. You don't have to cut his tires. You don't got to blow up. That yeah. stuff is very embarrassing. I've actually been there, and it's just embarrassing. It looks bad on you. It's not gonna hurt them. They gonna replace the stuff and still not want you. So keep yeah. that in mind. It's it's I'm just. I can't even tell you how much I've dealt with females off of just like exiting a toxic relationship and then somebody just threatening to throw a brick through my window and just wow. like, oh, yeah. the whole bro. That's so, cool. what kind of crowds you be hanging out with? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I, I'm really by myself. If I'm not with my nephew Chris, he's like the same age as me, he's my older sister's son. If I'm not with him, then I'm really by myself. I really have a, a female friend that I'm seeing. Mm, I'm gonna have to. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. You're you're seeing somebody. I was gonna say if it was just a friend that was female, we gonna have to have another episode about that. Oh. Actually, we do have an episode about that. Me and Brianna have an episode about can men and women just be friends? So make sure y'all go listen to that. Oh man. Yeah, no. we don't need to talk about that because I know you don't have a lot of stuff to say. No, <laughs> but, no, no, nothing bad. But we gonna before leave it I let you go, though, I definitely do want to swing it back to the R&B conversation and ask you, if you're trying to set the mood this cuffing season, what are some recommendations to the folks? What kind of music do you put on on your playlist? I like oldies. I'm an old soul. Mm. So, Sade so if she come over, you going to be playing Aretha Franklin? Not, not Aretha. Teddy More so, That's personal. I'm not going to play that. <laughs> Marvin Gaye? Personal. I ain't gonna play that. Because, like, certain projects that Marvin Gaye did and Teddy Pender, that's for myself. I ain't gonna... I'm gonna play Sade, okay. Anita Baker, um, Erica Badu. Okay. I love Erica. Um, Maxwell, D'Angelo? Yeah, maybe. Okay. If, if she's feeling that. But, One um, of my favorite R&B songs that's not even really R&B is Rihanna and Future. Love... Oh, love. I love that song. <laughs> so if you're going to have the wine, that's what the wine. Yes. You want to play love that. Love song. I love that one. And, and and so are we still doing Netflix and chill this season? Is that the vibe? Is that the, yeah. the cuffing season vibe? Netflix and chill? Oh, most definitely. Um, so house dates? I don't know about house dates. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with house dates? I have house dates all the time. Can, can somebody please get this man? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You just What's said you be taking people out to Top Golf. That's different than a house date. Yeah. So What's you wrong do with both or 
like somebody coming to my house and having a date. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Mm, okay, I do because I just feel like if if a woman is just starting to talk to somebody, yeah, you shouldn't just be coming over a man's house and letting him cook you dinner. I don't know about that. What? Something wrong with that? It's I, you. Know, we don't have to have that on another episode. I'm gonna have to have part two because yeah. Uh. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been episode 150 of the podcast. Where can the people follow you? Tell them about your YouTube, everything. Um, my YouTube is uh, Dondre Dotson. You can just pretty D-O-N-D-R-E, which is my first name. Dotson, D-O-D-S-O-N, that's my last name. I do like motivational speaking, uplifting people, try to make people aware of what's going on. Not only try to figure out what's going on with yourself, but what's going on with the world and how to make yourself better. Um, I'm definitely working with somebody right now to do reaction videos. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to be reacting to stuff, uh, whether it's funny, whether it's serious, and get my opinion on it. Um, I'm also going to be doing something. I'm working with a homeboy right now. Shout out to Mala. Um, we're going to be working on, like, feeding the homeless in Camden. That's something oh, that I awesome right now. And, um, so some phil philanthropic work. You're also doing that yeah. in, the, in the area. If you guys are from Jersey... Dre is from South Jersey, so that's awesome. Maybe YBO can partner with you guys because that'll be great. Definitely. Anything to make the world better, I'm with it. And hopefully, everybody tuning in right now is also subscribed to the show. You can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. Give me a five star rating if you like what you hear, and I'll be back with another episode. I can't believe this is 150. Oh my gosh, this is a huge milestone. So I really want to thank everybody who has tuned in and followed the podcast. Well, if you're not following, follow on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can always follow me on social. And we'll be back with another episode. All right. Much All right. love. Appreciate you. Bye, everybody. Good night.